Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to an early exclusive episode on Star Wars Theory Podcasts. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another fan fiction. Today, we're going to cover the story, What If the Jedi Knew About Anakin's Slaughter of the Tusken Raiders? And how would this affect the entire story of Star Wars, and of course, mainly Anakin's story? Now keep in mind, this is just one of many instances and many versions that could happen. And with that in your thoughts, let's begin. In the heart of the Jedi Temple, a hollow image flickered, casting uneasy shadows of the faces of the Jedi Council members. The image showed a much younger Anakin Skywalker, Grief etched on his face, confessing to Padme Amidala about the Tusken Raiders' slaughter. As the hollow image blinked out, Mace Windu sighed heavily, shaking his head in disbelief. This is grave, he admitted, his eyes locked onto Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan seemed shell-shocked, the news a blight on the trust he'd placed in his former Padawan. I didn't know, he whispered, shaking his head. Yoda closed his eyes, his face a mask of sadness. <sighs> Clouded by anger and grief, the boy was, but far gone. He is not. Save him. We can still. In the subsequent emergency council meeting, a plan took shape. Anakin was summoned from his assignment in the Outer Rim and brought back to Coruscant. Blindsided by the sudden recall, Anakin complied, and Padme was left behind on Naboo, feeling a growing dread. Anakin's secret had been exposed. She hadn't told anyone. Who found out? And how? Padme could only guess the consequences. Back on Coruscant, Anakin was met not with warm smiles, but grim faces. The Council's revelations hit him like a punch. Anakin's shock swiftly turned into anger. You were spying on me, he demanded, his hands curling into fists. Obi-Wan stepped forward, sorrow lining his face. Anakin, we needed to know the truth. Your actions, they concern us. The Council ordered Anakin to undergo a period of meditation and reflection under the guidance of Master Yoda. His Jedi duties were suspended. The decision was met with silent protest from Anakin, but he complied. Meanwhile, the news reached Chancellor Palpatine through his vast network of informants. Sensing opportunity in the Jedi Council's mistrust of Anakin, Palpatine reached out to him, providing comfort and understanding. They fear your power, Anakin. They know your potential. Anakin, feeling betrayed by the Council, gravitated towards Palpatine. Their bond deepened, and so did Anakin's disillusionment with the Jedi. Yet, the Council's actions did yield a positive result. The exposure of his violent past forced Anakin to confront his inner demons. The Clone Wars raged on, but Anakin, confined to the temple, could only observe. His frustration grew, and Palpatine cleverly stoked the fires of his discontent. The knowledge of Anakin's dark act shook the core of his relationship with Padme. Of course, she knew this, he had told her on Tatooine. However, as a public figure, a politician, she couldn't be seen with someone who had made these kinds of violent decisions, even under the circumstances that he was in. She struggled to reconcile the man she loved with the massacre that he'd committed. Their relationship, already burdened with secrecy, now grew strained, even more so if she were to be caught. The Jedi Council's revelation created a ripple effect. 
When Palpatine executed Order 66, which of course he eventually did, the knowledge of Anakin's fall gave the Jedi an edge. They knew something was wrong. Something was going on. The veil of the dark side wasn't so prominent. Many Jedi, already extremely weary and didn't trust Anakin, evaded their clone troops, disappearing into the galaxy to live another day. Mace Windu, having already suspected Palpatine, led a group of Jedi Masters to confront the Chancellor. They arrived not to find an unarmed politician, but Anakin Skywalker fully immersed in the dark side. The resulting duel saw Windu defeated, his suspicions proven too late. Now of course, we must mention that this is a very powerful Anakin who has been dabbling with the dark side for a few years now at this point, teetering in and out. And so his abilities in the Force are way beyond what they were at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan, off-world when Order 66 was enacted, returned to the Jedi Temple in ruins bodies laying on the floor. The revelation of Anakin's massacre came full circle when he faced Anakin, now Darth Vader, on Mustafar. The events turn out the same. Obi-Wan Kenobi, a master of Sarisu, was able to defend against Darth Vader as long as he could, waiting for the right opening. And in 9 out of 10 scenarios, Obi-Wan always leads Anakin to the high ground, knowing that this is his eventual downfall. Anakin was always obsessed with observing how Obi-Wan killed Darth Maul. And this, of course, is actually documented in the canon comics. And so Obi-Wan knew instinctively that his young Padawan would try to defeat him the same way that he defeated Darth Maul by jumping over top and slicing him in half. And so the events turned out the same way for Anakin Skywalker, ending up in the suit of Darth Vader, burned and charred. It's not always the most powerful who wins, but the smartest. And in this altered timeline, Order 66 saw much fewer Jedi casualties, providing a stronger foundation for the rebellion formed years later. Yoda, though heartbroken by the fall of the Republic, was galvanized to fight against the tyranny of the Empire, drawing from the strength of the surviving Jedi and rallying them to the cause. Padme, horrified by Anakin's transformation into Darth Vader, all under the guise to save her during childbirth, still gave birth to their twins, Luke and Leia. However, her role in the galaxy's affairs didn't end with her retreat to Alderaan. Having witnessed firsthand Anakin's fall and the Jedi Council's attempts to prevent it, she became an even more ardent supporter of the Rebellion, using her political influence to aid the fledgling movement. With the Rebellion strengthened by the survival of many Jedi, the fight against the Empire took a different trajectory. Numerous minor victories occurred across the galaxy, shaking the Empire's perception of invincibility and inspiring hope among oppressed systems. Anakin's fall and transformation into Darth Vader became both a symbol of the Empire's power and a cautionary tale among the surviving Jedi. His story served as a stark reminder of the perils of the dark side, reinforcing their determination to uphold the light. Obi-Wan vowed to protect Luke and Leia wherever Padme went, and once they reached a reasonable young age, he decided to take them to Dagobah to be trained by Master Yoda, who was already there training many of the other surviving Jedi of Order 66. They took solace in the fact that Dagobah housed a dark side force nexus, which acted as a cloak hiding their Jedi essence from the Empire and a Vader and the Emperor. Now Palpatine, on the other hand, did see the revelation of Anakin's Tusken Raider slaughter as a double-edged sword. Of course, it pushed Anakin closer to him and to the dark side sooner. The preparedness of the Jedi complicated his plans. The resulting Galactic Civil War began earlier and was more evenly matched. So when the time came for the Death Star's construction, the Rebellion was already prepared. They were ahead of the game. 
they struck a significant blow against the Empire, averting the destruction of Alderaan and leading to a earlier, though not less fierce, Battle of Yavin. Luke and Leia, coming of age in this era of galactic conflict, learned about their father's tragic journey much earlier. With this knowledge, their path was fraught with greater danger and a deeper understanding of what was at stake. Their struggles against the Empire became even more personal, intertwining with their internal battles against the fear of succumbing to the same darkness that claimed their father. But their training with Yoda and Obi-Wan served them well. In the end, the revelation of Anakin Skywalker's massacre of the Tusken Raiders set in motion a chain of events that reshaped the galaxy. Though it failed to prevent Anakin's transformation into Darth Vader, the Jedi Council's intervention allowed the forces of good to rally against the encroaching dark, altering the course of the galactic civil war and the destinies of those caught in its wake. Luke and Leia would go on to fight Vader, allow themselves to be brought to the Emperor, and fight His Highness themselves, ultimately losing and crying for their father's help while being roasted alive by the Emperor's electrical attack. Sith Force Lightning coursed their bodies until Vader finally took control as he did in the original timeline and destroyed the Emperor. It was with their combined efforts, Luke and Leia, as they hovered over their father as he lay dying, placing one hand each on his chest and healing him, his internal organs returning to a somewhat sustainable condition, just long enough for them to get him to a medical facility. Come with us, father. There's still more life to live. As Anakin was put back together and healed by Bacta tanks and medical droids, actually getting the technology of that time rather than Palpatine's outdated tech which was used to punish him and keep him in the dark side through anger and pain, Anakin emerged healthy and alive, and so fulfilling the prophecy of the Chosen One and bringing balance to the Force. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this version of what if the Council found out that Anakin Skywalker had killed the Tusken Raiders. I like the idea of Mace Windu having sent some sort of a probe droid or a recording device to be on Anakin during Tatooine. And once the events of Episode 2 played out, they would have confronted him, leading to the end of this story here. Let me know how you would have written it and if you enjoyed it. I'm always really fascinated by all this AI stuff. I think it's really fun when they come up with stories themselves and I love chopping it up and adding my own sort of take and rendition to it as well. Hope you enjoyed this one. Leave a like if you did and I'll catch you in the next video. Until then, remember my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, the Force will be with you always.